can kick it. All right, we are we are live. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're live, and we're gonna try not to get banned. We're not we're not gonna say any of the keywords. No, not any of. Dude, did you see? I, I had a I had a near Twitter death experience today. <laughs> I was I was like I got the uh, I got I got the the email, and I'm like. Oh shit, I fucked up. And it was something I didn't even say the V word. I said shot. It wasn't anything I've said way worse just this morning. Oh yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? So it says click here to fix it. I clicked there and nothing happened. It was literally like nothing. Nothing happened. There was no no issue. No issue. I, I, and I'm I'm lost because I, I don't I guess somebody got trigger fingers or Twitter fingers and just clicked block like immediately and then realized, Oh wait, I have no grounds to block this guy. Cause all I literally said is we're going to see new like shit. We saw that was gone before like smallpox. It's yeah. going to resurface because people's immune systems are so weak that the yeah. anti, and we don't know if what we did in 2020, 2021 and currently is actually erasing the cool shit we did when our bodies built up the antibodies the first time we had the small to- smallpox shot, which I had as a, ch- as a as a young child, and all my kids did. Like we're all we all have the shot for it. Like uh-huh. so so why should I give a fuck if there's an outbreak if I already am, am immunized, right? Yeah, I mean I I got I already got the smallpox vaccine when I was young. So yeah, like, I mean that poll, a few I mean a few others, but. You know, the thing is, uh, funny. <laughs> but that was my morning. I literally, my heart skipped a beat. You know, like when you get, when you have a cop follow you on the road or you get pulled over and you're like, your heart, like, oh my God, I'm panicking. I'm like, what am I going to do? The Twitter gods have come down on me. They've been so nice to me so far. And I was like, I was, oh, t- I was telling people about that. Like, that's where I, like, I, cause people have asked, been asking me to talk politics on my, on my lives, uh, Monday through Friday, by the way. But uh, I and I don't on on YouTube uh, you know, because it's fruitless. Like it, if I want to help people, if me and you want to actually help millions of people get healthy, to get my channel deleted is just an exercise of ability. So I'll do that. I'll do that on the Tiki Talk because that, like I, dude, I'm viral on TikTok right now from like a video from last week. It's like I, I gained a thousand subscribers in like a fucking hour. And How does that even remember. happen? I have I don't no know. idea. I can't figure out TikTok, man. Like some people say, you got to get into the first two seconds, and then you do long format videos, and they work. I just think it's luck, and and some it people is. are just fun to watch. You hit up. I think a lot of uh, you 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 hit very. It shouldn't be controversial, right? He had very controversial points where some people watch you because they're like, I hate you, and some yeah, people oh, watch oh you. Because they they and I think more people agree with you than don't agree with you. But you're saying things that they're a lot they're 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 so f- afraid to say, right. because they're afraid of being canceled. You know, the, the I said this on uh, Elijah Schaefer's show and also on Sarah's show on the Blaze TV last week is that a lot of people wanted to speak out, but they would have lost their jobs. Right. So you and I have the distinct, you know, um, honor of not caring of owning our own companies. And so imagine if you have a family of four, family of five, and you go on and you say, guys, I don't think we should be staying indoors for two years. And then your boss calls you in and says, you say this one more time. We're going to let you go. And you're like, but I'm just saying what I feel. They're like, doesn't matter. You're going against the, the government narrative. And that's what we saw. I mean, because a lot of people 
All you have to do is go to the airport and look at how many people aren't wearing coverings on their face and realize nobody liked this. They just went along with it because they didn't want to get fired. So essentially that's corporate corporatism, which is essentially, I don't know if it's a uh, fascism. That's what they call that. Yeah. I mean, it's insane to me that like, that was, I think that was the, the most disheartening thing. And I talk about it all the time. Like, when people just went along with everything, like nobody even questioned and it got so visceral. Like, I mean, yeah. people, like, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, well, I do know about you, but I mean, both of us <laughs> took like such, such heat where I'm like, I was, but like, here's my thing. I'm not even saying anything that that's crazy. Like, like, like totally, totally mm-hmm. insane. Like I, when I talk about like, this is what we've done in for decades. It, it, it was just very strange, but I hear what you're saying. A lot of people, the, 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 I tell people about Twitter too. Like Twitter's where I I let my shit fucking hang out. I've only I've only been like yeah. from there for like a day one time. But I just I say whatever fuck comes. I, I'm to the point where I'm shocked that they have it. Well, you know, but I just don't yeah. worry about it on Twitter. You know, like well, but, I, I also you, think YouTube's that- very much we're going to talk in code. Even though, even though we're pretty big and, and I got a little blue check, I just don't think we're at that level. Like, dude, they banned a president while he yeah. was president. They just don't yeah. care. And, and there's yeah. no, and, and he said nothing really bad. And what happened on that day on January 6th, it was stupid. Like, yeah. but if, if we think for a second that the country is going to be taken over by a bunch of unarmed boomers, <laughs> like we're screwed. Like we literally have armies, right? We have armies out there, armies wanting to take us down. Every other country in the world wants America to fall. And we're worried about a bunch of Trump voters. <laughs> I mean, I, thought, I, would, I, I think the whole thing, I was so, AOC wasn't even there. She's like, I was so scared. I was, I'm like, bitch, you ain't grow up in the hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walk, walk down any street in Chicago on any weekend. Like, it's way like worse. 15 people died in Chicago this past weekend. It's like people just don't, people are like, eh, it happens. <laughs> it was, so, it was like, dude, that's, that was my whole argument. Look, man, I, I, I believe. Like, man, I'm not, I'm not anti-Ukraine. I'm not coming out of, I'm not that guy. Like, I don't want Ukraine to be fucked up. All right. But I do want America to be taken care of. And if we have $40 billion, we could use a lot of that money to fix it. Well, you can't, you can't just give money to the streets. You don't just give money. I'm not just saying give a hundred thousand dollars to every family in the hood. What I'm saying is you hire more police officers. You flood the street with cops. You have more community outreach programs. You start more youth sports programs. There's there's, it's not that hard with $40 billion. Give me a billion, give me fucking $500 million. I'll fix the South side of Chicago tomorrow. Yeah. It will take two, three years, but I will make that crime rate will be down to nothing. You need to yeah. flood the streets with cops. I know a lot of you people don't like that, but guess what? Generally, when cops are around. People don't commit as many crimes. The fucked up thing is, dude, and you and I know a bunch of people that live that that grew up in, in areas like that. It's weird to hear like mostly very far leftist people talk about how like we need less police. But if you go down into the fucking hood. They, they want more cops. Like people, people that more. are trying to do fuck, fuck shit that live in the hood, they want more cops. Like more, more. You know? I want, so I, I'm not, first of all, I lost a lot of respect for cops during the lockdowns. 
Me just too. heads up. I used to be like, oh, cops are great. Now I'm like, well, there's some bad ones. You know, I'm like, I used to be that guy. Like, you know, I'm, I'm still, a, I'm still a, a blue, a blue flag guy. You know, I'm still that guy, but I noticed that, you know, they will do what it takes to keep their job. A lot of them. And some of them left because they didn't agree. A lot of cops left because they didn't agree with what was going down. And I respect them. But when they leave, then we're stuck with the, the ones who will do whatever the, the, the government tells them to, or their boss tells them to, even if it's wrong. So I, I, I firmly, and that's the thing is that I'm not anti, I like, I hate being labeled as anti-Ukraine. I just think that it's not, it's not my problem. My problem is that poor child, that poor minority child, I might add, who's getting killed in Chicago. A lot of people don't realize I grew up in proximity to where these atrocities are taking place in LA. So these crimes can be stopped. We can stop inner city violence, but we're not going to do it unless we pay attention to it. And nobody wants to stop it. Nobody cares. Like we could have stopped it a long time ago. Lori Lightfoot doesn't give a fuck about your child, whether they're black or they're white. You know, everybody doesn't care, but it's such an easy fix. We're printing money to send it to Ukraine. My thought is, why are we working to save a bunch of white people in Ukraine? We could save a bunch of Americans who happen to not be white right in our own backyard of Chicago and L.A. Well, that's because and, and you you were very well aware. This is everybody watching that I, I am an atheist, but Lori Lightfoot is a demon. Like like. Oh, what look, the hell is that thing? What look at that woman? Like I mean, like or whatever. <laughs> like I mean, like whatever. Like she looks like the and she's world evil. is so crazy. Yeah, she's evil. Like the world is so crazy, but it literally looks like a DC <laughs> movie. Like she looks like a villain from a DC movie. Fucking, what's his name? Gavin Newsom from California. He looks like he's a, he looks like he is a DC villain. Like looks and acts like it. Yeah. He's not the fucking guy that wanted to be the mob boss from fucking New York. Uh, what's his name? Cuomo grabbing everybody's oh ass. Yeah. Like that. Like, it is like it is like <laughs> my my friend my I, I I commented that one video where my buddy talks about he sings a song called "We're Living in a Movie." Like it's we're living in a movie right now. It's so crazy. It is so weird that the bad guys really look like bad guys, you know, and then you have, you know, I was talking to um, one of the people at the blaze about Marjorie Taylor green and they've met her. I've never met her. I've spoken to her on many occasions. She's literally just like a mom. Like yeah. you think like you're like oh man she's the most hated person in america by the left and i'm like and when you meet her she's just like you know you expect her to bake you a cake she's just yeah. like a mom who really loves her country and she doesn't look evil to me she looks like a crossfitter which might yeah, be considered evil to some of you <laughs> it's, it's, she's she, is a crossfitter, isn't she? she is she owns a crossfit gym in georgia that's fucking amazing we gotta go sometime dude Dude, I, I, I'm a fan. Like, I, I just love, I, even if I didn't agree with her, I love the fact that she sticks to, she doesn't ride the party. Like, all these AOC, you know, bootlickers, you know, at the end of the day, AOC does what the party tells her to. She just voted for war. Like, yeah. these anti-war Democrats, they all just voted for war. And then you have someone like someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, you know, they're voting against war. Me, yeah. I don't like war. So if, 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 well, if all the Democrats voted for war in Ukraine, every single one of them. Yep. And by the way, Ukraine just turned down an, op- an opportunity again to talk to Russia about a treaty. Yeah, fucking crazy. So they want this war, dude. Yeah. They yeah, want they it. So, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm right now. I'm just okay. Now, now I'm down to eight people I like in government. It's whoever voted against the forty billion to Ukraine. It's Absolutely. easy. Those are and the I'll only eight. This. And Marjorie Taylor Greene was one of the only people. Mm-hmm. That talked about being healthy for for two fucking years. That's She's how the we only people up, in government. Yeah. 
that, that talked about being healthy for two fucking years. Yes. You know? Yes. And she literally was like, um, yeah, I understand there's something out there, but like we probably shouldn't lock down gyms. And that's coming from a gym owner. She wanted to stay in business. I get that. There is self, you know, there is some self-preservation there, but like, let, let's let's i think this is a good segue on i mean we got off topic because by the way guys for the full disclosure there's two adhd gentlemen in this building yeah. and uh we have a topic <laughs> and we'll get to it we yeah. promise <laughs> what the hell have we just talked about <laughs> it's i you know the weird thing is mark and i talk via text all day long every fucking day but yeah. whenever we actually talk in live in person you would think we haven't spoken to each other in like weeks because we <laughs> hey, man, you hear about this <laughs> yes By the it's way, so fucking been, weird I, I gotta say what we've been talking about lately is we actually tomorrow have a new product launching we talked about it a yes. year ago but it took that long to get it perfect and get all the ingredients these ingredients are patented so we had to get it in no morbidity is coming out tomorrow and it is the first of its kind it's not a kitchen sink formula it is a non-stimulant appetite suppressant with four very potent ingredients that actually target your appetite and your stress levels because a lot of people stress eat so yeah. no morbidity is such a breakthrough um, not just for our company, which is under Ambrosia and Alan's a part, a partner in that brand and the brand of no, no morbidity under Ambrosia, but for the world, because the reason people are overweight is because of a lot of reasons, but the number one reason is people eat too damn much food. It's not because you're eating this food or that food that could be part of it. A lot of it is because you're eating too much calorically dense food. A lot of that comes from craving. A lot of that comes from stress. You look at macaroni and cheese, food like that. Those are comfort foods. What causes you to want to eat comfort foods? Stress. So we went from, we went and made sure we covered all angles. So you cover stress, you cover appetite, and you put those together, non-stimulant, this is something anyone can take. This is something that's been in the works for well over a year. And it, it launches tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard. Yep. And the the best, the thing that I was just, uh, people that are on my channel have seen, have seen this. So can, my channel is linked in here too. But like, I, you know, I, Mark and I, when we first started talking about it, I literally said, there's so many good fat burners already in the market. But the issue is, they're all designed to people that can take the stims, that can take the you know, thermogenics and stuff like that. You know, basically athletes trying to lose that 20, 30 pounds, right? But we got a lot of very seriously obese people in the, our country and a huge market. I mean, it's 150, 170 million people that, we, that, that is the target market, which is great for us as businessmen. But also that is a huge number of people to need to lose weight that can't necessarily take in the high stims that, would that they would need. That would kind of fuck them up. And to be real, yeah. a lot of times when uh, very when very obese people do take high stim uh, weight fat loss, they take it just for a little bit because they end up not they they get good results at the very beginning, but then they just not end up feeling that great because indeed these people are immunocompromised, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to talk to everybody today. Not one the products coming out, but two. It really is because I'm going to talk about the product. I'm going to go live tomorrow and talk about the product for hours as we launch, but. The two, there's a lot of crazy stuff coming up. So we just need to try to stay as healthy as possible. The biggest yeah. thing for health in America is to unfatten the country. Like at, with a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. yeah. 
N- number one is is unfatten yourself. That takes care of a lot of things, including your br- blood pressure, your cholesterol. All those things are linked to obesity. And what gets you obese also contributes to those. And obesity will exacerbate those issues. So you're doing two things at once. One is what causes you to become fat also causes your cholesterol, your triglycerides, your heart health to become you know, malaffected. But another thing is once you get fat, those things just naturally go up. So our argument has always been you can never, there's no such thing as a healthy fat person. There just isn't. You you might be healthier than someone who might be even more unhealthy, but nobody who's fat can say, yep, I'm healthy because you're putting yourself literally at statistical risk of dying from so many other comorbidities. And I got to say, I got to say this, that's why we called our product no morbidity because because obesity is the number one comorbidity and our goal is for people not to die. And I know yeah. that's hard because we're literally like, dude, this is what's happening. And people are like, you guys are heartless. And no, no, we, there's nobody in this world who wants to save more lives than we do. Nobody, nobody. Wow. And, and we say what we have to say out of love, out of, out of care. But honestly, the, the whole like, oh, everybody's beautiful thing. That shit ain't working. You know, people are getting bigger, they're getting fatter, they're getting lazier. We can't even get out of the car to get Starbucks anymore. We go through drive throughs Think about it. You're going to have a 500-calorie drink at least. You can't even get up off your ass to purchase it. You're ordering it online. You're getting it taken to your car by some dude. It's crazy. It's, it's insane. Somebody did ask a real, real good question. How long can you take, uh, take before no, needing a break? I've taken it for the entire year just to manage my binge eating and I with only a month off. And I just wanted to make sure that you could go, we could go off it without having any very serious spike in, in hunger. And I did not because I, I, I built up, I, the idea behind no morbidity is to reduce your hunger, reduce your stress to the point where you work on your lifestyle skills, get properly hydrated, you know, get out in the sun, get some fucking vitamin D in you. Get, you know, get to the point where you're eating mostly whole foods with the minimally processed foods being a minority. Like, uh, that's what I've used it for, for a year, you know, right now. And this is just the plug, you know, no morbidity launches tomorrow noon. I'm super excited, but just as a very serious plug, I have absolutely no physical hunger and everybody is different, but I take Mark's multivitamin every single day because it's some hunger, some cravings do come from vitamin deficiencies. You're so right. if you if you have some cravings, oftentimes, like if you crave a lot of chocolate, oftentimes it's a magnesium deficiency, just so people like people know, just as an example, right? But I take a multivitamin every single day, and I take uh, berberine, nutrient driver, three times a day. And I take no, the, the, the uh, ingredients for no morbidity at noon. I don't have physical hunger. Like my wife reminds me to eat. You know, like I, I am in full control of manipulation of my calories. Like when I have either put on weight throughout the course of the year or taken weight off throughout the course of the year, this year it's because we are just, per- we purposely manipulate my calories. You know I mean? That, that's, it's literally like I have no physical hunger. Do I still crave shit because I'm a food addict and shit like that? Yeah, man. Like, I mean, I fucking, I, every time I walk past a fucking box of peanut M&Ms, I'm ready to fucking smash those things in my face. Well, peanut M&Ms are infallible. They're good. Dude. They are like my binge trigger for real. We, we joke about it on my channel all the time. Like I, I, I have this recurring nightmare that the trolls find out my address and somebody sends me a box in the mail of just three peanut M&Ms and this is an actual nightmare I have. And I go to the mailbox, I open up the package because I'm stupid. I don't even check to see if it's ticking. 
And I open up the package and before I can do anything, I throw the three peanut M&Ms in my mouth and it causes me to go inside the house and binge on everything. <laughs> like I have that actual nightmare all the time. I, I don't, I don't have that. I don't have, um, I don't, I don't really have cravings, so to speak. I just get hungry. You know, I, my cravings is things. So we have, I want to address this uh, black coffee as an appetite suppressant. For me, it doesn't do shit. It just does. I mean, it's like whatever. And also black coffee tastes like shit. That's why people put sugar and stuff in it. Like it's really not a good tasting thing. I think people just drink it. Like the reason they drink hard liquor is, man, you're weird. I mean, but you guys are weird. All of you are weird. Like black coffee is some stuff they gave to my grandpa in the Holocaust. Like <laughs> that's, that's not what we want. I, I am. I, look, black coffee, you, you have the caffeine and the liquid intake, which is going, but you can only drink so much black coffee. And also that is actually triggering stress hormones, not alleviating it. So I'll say drink black coffee with no morbidity. But again, like for me, black coffee is not a thing. I just don't like the taste. And, and again, and I, you can only drink so much. I've been staying away from, uh, from black coffee as much. My, I, it, I've reduced my intake tremendously, but as part of that is I'm taking Ember too. Like I take a half a tablet Ember in the morning and a half tablet for my, I use Ember. Ember and uh, Mental Jewels is my pre-workout, dude. Just fucking amazing. I figure we'll get to a couple of these. that may, So um, don't listen to Manny. More magnesium. Have ever uh, looked at a laxative called milk of magnesia? If you have too much magnesium, you're going to shit all over yourself. And it's yeah, not going to be the good one. It's going to be the liquid pee out of your poop, out of your poop hole one. Uh, not the uh, not the best. Yeah, not the best that will, look. That will, that will cause some stress. That, yeah, just, when, you're, <laughs> when, you're, when you're dusting in your underwear, man, it's not a good look. It's yeah, it's yeah. just so I mean magnesium's great. Everyone should supplement with magnesium yeah. and it's also a critical um electrolyte, but just don't listen to my man here. <laughs> He's giving you some just taking just happen willy-nilly taking magnesium isn't going to be the um isn't gonna be the answer. I'm hungry. It's not a real a real true appetite suppressant, you know, like and again, you will shit yourself. <laughs> so, so here's um, so here's here's what we're what the what the subject at hand is. And I'm I'm actually I had to actually tweet the other day how you get the monkey pox. Um, yeah. so the monkey pox, they're making a um, they're making a, a comeback, and it started at I believe a gay pride festival where they were having I'm I'm presuming. They were having a lot of gay sex and in something called an adult sauna. And I have a sauna in my house and it's just a regular sauna, but I'm guessing in adult saunas, there's, there's a bunch of orgies going on. That's my guess because like adult movies are like sex movies. So I'm guessing like, like, you know, like Deadpool has some bad words in it, but we didn't call it an adult movie. So right. for those of you in the comments, please let us know. Am I right in assuming that an adult sauna is a sauna where you have unprotected promiscuous sex with other individuals, including homosexual sex, which is all good. If you're having sex, go have sex. But it appears that this is blossomed, so to speak, from 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 gay stuff from a gay parade and a sauna which i guess could have been co-ed yeah i i think i think it would have been uh i think it was co-ed but i also 
like this isn't a new virus. Just so I wasn't gonna invite it. Yeah, it sounds like a good time, Alan. Yeah, seriously, we don't. I mean, where was our so. invite to Belgium for this this for promiscuous sauna? <laughs> well, I I had I had spoken mad shit about the Belgium uh, health minister, like the former Belgian. Oh, health the minister. one with the chins, the big one. Yeah, yeah, the, the one that looks like Jabba. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's awesome. Like, yeah, she's she the, the when, when when your country's health minister like it's just a like we live in a movie. The health minister in America is a trans woman who is like a hundred fucking pounds overweight. Like we we live in a movie. I swear, it's so fucking crazy. And, the, and like but, we said earlier, the villains actually look like villains. Like this is yes, it's literally. I don't know. I wake up every morning and I open Twitter and I I don't know what absurdities I'm going to be met with. It's it's a race between for me and Mark to see who can text each other the fucking crazier shit every <laughs> fucking day. It, it really it's so like I, have oh, you seen oh. this? No, I haven't seen this. Like the, recently, and I you know we're because we're again we're trying to stay on topic here as much as we can. But the recent just if you're interested in in being healthy, you should check out all the data. I, we really Mark and I have always talked about that, but like. This virus has been around a long time, you know, from what I understand. It's making its comeback. There's different thought processes of why it's making its comeback. Some people think it might have been a, an actual component in, or a side effect of a therapy uh, that's been given to a billion people or so many, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it also could, and it could be a, a side effect that like people's immune systems are just fucking shit. And that's also why it might be causing people to, uh, uh, the, the cases of other types of things like cancer, like your, if your body's immune system is shit, your body doesn't fight off cancer as well either. Like yeah. those are skyrocketing all sorts of shit. So when we talk about this stuff, guys, like, I mean, it's easy in the YouTube sphere to paint, like to, to like fall into the like grift scenario like that, that other people do. And even like, and Mark and I want to sell shit too. Like that's just a fucking reality. Yeah. But it's super important for everybody to realize we're at a stage in society where society actually gets very seriously affected, whether we think it's right or not, by the level of health in the population for many, many, many reasons, you know, and the reason one of the biggest reasons why we had so much mitigating things, lockdowns and stuff like that was because the health of the population was already really shitty and it's really shittier now. And the thought process that a, another new cold virus or think something like the monkeypox could cause people to be afraid, even though I've find, I have yet to find a, a case of anybody dying of monkeypox. Like it, it, it looks like it's just a lot of nasty sores. And I had hand, foot, and mouth. And I can't, if it was even so, hand, foot, and mouth, I had sores all over my body, and some of them I still have scarring on my leg from one one big spot. And I couldn't walk for five days. It messed up my feet that much. As an adult, you have a one in a million chance of getting it. So <clears throat> the bottom line is these things still exist. And one in a million, if you factor in that, you have, you know, let's say, 200 million adults in this country, that's a good amount. That's more people than have gotten the monkeypox that get the hand, foot, and mouth every year, which yeah. people do die from. People do <laughs> die from it. So, you know, it, it took me out. But because I was healthy, other than just, you know, my skin falling off a little bit, my nails falling, I was fine. You know, yeah. in, in, four, in five days, I was, I was, other than being a little bit disfigured, I was fine. Mm -hmm. So the only thing you can do, 
because there's always, you know, since I've been born, there's been SARS, there's been this, there's been that. Mm The only thing we can do, and and of course the um, what was what was that one that happened like twenty oh nine that that Obama just Mers, Mers was Mers. one of them, and then you had <clears throat> there's been so many, so the it thing SARS. is it was SARS SARS too yeah, and the, the only thing you can do is keep yourself as healthy as possible and mitigate your your damages, and and that's that's where it comes from. We all most of us I'm assuming watching this already have. Well, by the way, they literally overnight produce 19 million doses of somehow the yeah. monkeypox um the monkeypox vaccine we could say it's monkeypox vaccine so they produced a bunch of it which i'm sure and it's an i'm not going to hate on this one because this vaccine is actually something we've all already had it's yeah. been in circulation forever it's a traditional vaccine i'm not hating on it at all i'm not going to question it but i will say that it's really weird how they got so many doses ready so fast mm-hmm it just it it but but then again a lot of things that we find out about like i'm sure the government gets a heads up you know i'm not and, and that's something i think's been i don't think that's a bad thing like hey guys we have this information how do we as long as they sooner or later release it like i understand mitigating panic and they could have been so this is one where i'm actually going to be somewhat defensive of the biden administration they could have been like hey guys we got to tell the world that a couple people got some monkeypox. They're like, shit, what should we do? And they're like, you know, maybe we should, um, I don't know, get some vaccines. Tell them we got a bunch of vaccines for the monkeypox. Yeah. And that yeah. way when they announce, they go like, hey, no problem. We got it under control. Fauci's got his, you know, 19 million doses and we're mm-hmm. good to go. But the thing is, and that's fine. I'm okay with people opting in to take a, a vaccine for this. That's freaking awesome. I think that's, I think that's actually good good management uh, for once that they're prepared. They're like, dude, this might get on hand. Some people haven't had this vaccine. Let's get them ready. Right. But what we do need to understand is we don't need to panic. Just like if there's an uptick in cases of what is now a non-lethal virus, because you don't hear about people dying from the the C word anymore. You just don't hear about it because through the variants and through even the vac, let's say the vaccines did what they were supposed to do. It's become much less, um, potent as the OG. So yeah. what, what, what our, what our thing is, it, it remains the same. No matter what happens, we can't shut down our life. We need right. to stay healthy. We need to get sunlight. We need to get vitamin D. We need to exercise. We need to eat healthy foods. We need to stay on fat. Like there's a lot of things. So, you know, that's, that's our messaging here is that this isn't new. And we can't alter our way of life because there's always going to be something. The only difference is people are hypersensitive to everything that's coming out right now. If you would have told us in 2018, hey, man, a couple dudes at a a gay festival got monkeypox. Like, that sucks. You know, it's like, okay. (laughs) Well, there was an interesting thing like when when in early 2020 where like it was the most publicized health thing ever. Like it, like when MERS came out, it was like, it got like a hundred thousand mentions on, on, on social media and media. And it, it was in the billions of fucking mentions. Like, it's like, it became very much, we, we just live in such a highly politicized and highly manipulated narrative world that I think that it was like, it, like it was this weird combination of 
people don't understand, like the media wants you to read their shit. So the more inflamed and more like, they're, mm-hmm. it's almost like they're not news anymore. It's just media. It's the same thing as like, like clickbait titles are it's a fucking thing everywhere. Yeah, it's all clickbait, right? And my my stance and yours was also, even though we weren't even speaking at the time, yeah, just fucking get healthy. It was the big, 2020 was the biggest misstep in public health ever, ever, ever. ever. And, and by the way, for those of you out there, I blame uh, Orange Man. So, I mean, I, you know, just I'm not a fan. I, I, I mean, I'm, I, I was a fan of the economic policies, but to even think about locking down and shit like that was just a horrible misstep. We should have incurred like gyms should have been free. Like every gym owner should have been subsidized. Like if we would have subsidized oh vitamin goodness. D and gyms and stuff like that and, and encouraged everybody to go outside and do whatever we could fucking do. It would be. It would have been a completely different fucking scenario. Not only yeah. would we have saved trillions of dollars and probably hundreds of thousands of lives just from the the event, the event that happened. Think about like the reduction in type two diabetes, the reduction in cancer. There were like now we have twelve year olds with type two diabetes. Like it's it's a, a serious thing, you know. Like it's horrible. It's an endemic. We, it's 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 a pandemic. Yeah. It's yeah. it's. Kids, look, you know, I'm around athletes, but I'm also around the general population of kids. And it's, we've talked about this so many times before is that kids' fat distribution now isn't like it was when I was a kid. When I was a kid, if kids were chunky, they were chunky all over. Now you have little boys walking around with literal man boobs. You know, their yeah. fat distribution, everything's gotten weird. And it's what the parents feed them. You know, you go to the grocery store, you look in the cart, you can tell exactly how those people are going to look. Yep. It's what they feed the kids. They're just eating processed garbage, calorically dense foods, and it all starts at home. And then they're not encouraging their kids to exercise. Parents are so busy trying to pay for $10 a gallon gas that they don't have time to spend time with their kids. They don't have time to mentor them. And they just give their kids an iPad and say, hey, keep yourself busy until bedtime. And unfortunately, that's not working. So you're seeing seeing a huge – so my neighborhood isn't going to really, really be affected. Because people here make good money. They're going to they're gonna feel it a little bit, but we're not going to feel gas prices like a, a middle-class community. So this is, you talk about, you know, you call it whatever you want. You call it systemic racism, call it classism. You call it whatever you want. At the end of the day, the middle class is getting their ass kicked right now. And oh, yeah. because of that, kids are getting fatter. You can say, well, you can feed your kids inexpensive foods you can but these people don't know any better nor do they have time to explain to little johnny why he should eat a chicken breast instead of a hot pocket mm-hmm. you know that's the problem is that we've we've taxed it we have taxed people so much you can no longer have a household where one parent stays home with the kids you can no longer have a mom who has time in the morning to cook her kid breakfast you can no longer have that what you have is an overworked society struggling to pay the 50 to 60% tax burden that the U S yeah. government has put on them. That's yeah. the fucking problem. Absolutely. 100 fucking percent. Like remember, remember when beer bellies used to be a thing for like middle-aged dudes. Yeah. Like, and, and now, now it's like you see fucking 14 year olds with beer bellies. Like they have got this distended visceral fat belly. And that's what, by the way, that's one of the things that, uh, that no morbidity it will help people with. We, we are very much, uh, Mark made sure to put a couple of, because Mark formulated this shit. I mean, just, I, I want to make sure that everybody has credit where credit's due. Like, I'm kind of the fat expert in, in the whole thing because I deal with mainly obesity. 
But Mark found these amazing ingredients, patented ingredients, put them together in, in their clinically tested doses. And uh, by the way, he also came up with the name, no morbidity. So now, like, but I, I mean, we, we were all we were all throwing out names. I considered that just a toss-up, and one of them stuck. But I knew the formula was right because Sean and me usually formulate together. When he saw it, he's like, yep, done. I was like, yep, yeah. that was the formula. It was it. It was it. Yeah. I um, Yeah, but but going back to it, you know, people going back to the beer belly. So I was talking. This is a, Dude, I got to – when you're in town, dude. So one of my, my son's uh, friends, uh, my son's soccer teammates, is, he's, a, he's a general surgeon. But he's in yeah. good shape. Dude's like every practice while the kids are practicing, he's running. He's a runner. And yeah. he's a really cool dude. And so we're chatting. He was talking about how now when he – so when he operates on people, fat people, <clears throat> he'll go in and he, going through the fat to get to what he has to operate on, whether it be a hernia or let's say liver, whatever, he says the fat literally melts on his hand, on his gloves while he's in there. He has to keep wiping it off, just getting through the fat. But what I really thought was fascinating – is he was talking about visceral adipose tissue. So for a fat girl, let's say a fat woman comes in with literal adipose tissue. Once he gets through the fat, it's perfect, right? But a dude with visceral adipose tissue, it's like going into a lean person, but once he cuts open their, once he gets to their organs, it's just full of fat. So imagine if your intestine was just chock full of fat. So these guys where they have that hard stomach, their fat is actually within the organs. And I spent an hour talking to this guy at a soccer, at a soccer get together this weekend. And I was fascinated, fascinated. Yeah. And he's like, it's so hard to operate. It takes, so his operation time from when he started and now has doubled because everybody's fat and to get through the fat, to get through what he needs to operate on is literally another operation. Yeah. Well, he, it also, that's crazy though. I because I, I haven't talked to a surgeon about that, but I can tell you it's probably has a little bit to do with a lot of people claim that the whole medical fat phobia bullshit. I can't stand like they, they don't even have the proper way to test you like they're like uh, x-rays. If you have a lot of visceral fat, x-rays don't really work that well on you because they would have there's a, a thing called proton de degradation. So they would have to increase the doses of radiation so high that would be dangerous for you. To get through what for a morbid, a, a, like a very morbidly obese person, like a 350 pound person, they would have to give you such high doses of radiation to see your internal organs that the radiation would hurt you. Like it's wow. the same thing for fat women with ultrasounds. Like really obese women, especially if they if they have uh, if they've eaten a lot of processed foods themselves, because processed foods does add to visceral fat, whether you're male or female. Absolutely. But, but ultrasounds for them are harder too because they can't it, they can't get the sound waves strong enough without damaging organs in order to fucking uh, to do ultrasounds and shit like that. It's just like this, it's crazy thing like echocardiograms. Echocardiograms are uh, how a lot of times they, it actually shows like a 3D picture of your heart. I don't know if you've ever had one, but uh, it, it, you can see the valves, your heart opening and closing, which is weird. Like it's great for like, for people like me who I get an echocardiogram once a year because I have uh, WPW, I have a little heart murmur. But um, my wife had one of those. She grew out of it, I think. Something like yeah, that. I, I, have, I have a little extra piece of tissue on my heart. So every year I get an eco done. Oh, wow. But uh, but another reason why I needed to get I needed to lose the fucking weight. <laughs> like I really did. But uh, but a huge portion of it is like now that people are so fat, the echocardiograms don't work as well. Wow. You know, like we're literally reaching a stage where the medical technology, it, it's not fat phobic. 
it's just it's there's physical limitations to what they can actually do and people are just so fucking fat right now and that's why that's why i speak a lot against the fat acceptance movement it's just it's very dangerous to be telling these people there's nothing wrong like that's horrible it's just a lie you know yeah and but i I think our our definition of fat is different so even when i was on um we were looking at that model you remember elijah schaefer's show we're on there and the sports illustrated model and i'm like yeah, she's not she's not fat to me. She's just chunky. She could lose a bit. I don't see her as dangerously fat, right? Like I don't think we should celebrate that as the pinnacle of phys- of of physical fitness. But like <clears throat> when I think fat, it's not her. I that she could use you could use a couple pounds off, you know? I mean, that won't hurt her. But, you know, he's like, "What do you think about that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, she's attractive and you know, that's that's more realistic of what uh, not healthy weight person, but someone who's getting there, who's not far off from striking distance. That, that's I, I, so, when I say I, fat I, I, people, I, yeah, go uh, ahead. No, you go. Uh, when I say fat people, it's generally not just some person with a little bit extra junk in the trunk. Mm-hmm. That's that might be mostly subcutaneous, not visceral. You could tell she wasn't visceral. So for me, she's, not healthy by any means, but she's not the, she's not an, that's not the example. That's not the fight we need to make. No. Although I will say this, like it, it depends on which stats of hers you read. Like somebody said, like somebody sent me stats where she's five, like five ten two forty. If she's five ten two forty, she's morbidly obese. That's big. But yeah, but I will say this, they airbrushed and fucking photoshopped the fuck out of her too. Like I need I to mean, see like, an airbrush photo. Yeah. Like I, I've seen a few other pictures of her on the runway where I'm like, oh yeah, she's fat. But I, but here's my thing: the crazy, you know, when me and you were growing up, a 300 pound dude. Like I remember uh, my one of one of my other good friends, Jeff McCool. He's the lead singer in my in the band that's in my intro music. His brother in law is the Undertaker from the wrestler, the Undertaker. No shit. Yeah, and I remember when I first watched the first match I ever watched of his. They introduced him as 300 pounds, and they made this huge deal about how he was 300 pounds. Now that's the fucking uh, bagger at Walmart. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like 300 pounds. It's just not really a thing anymore. Like people aren't like, well, he's like, he could lose some weight. He's like 270. Like, fucking, are you fucking kidding me? 270 pounds. 270 is big. Enormous fucking human being, you know? Like, and it's not like 270 where it's like the guy's really tall and there's some distribution and shit like that. Like, like LeBron fucking, James is like 270, yeah. but he's six nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's like uh, Jack, that's Mar- yeah. His, yeah, his name's Mark. Is Mark Calloway is the, the Undertaker's real name? He's like six ten, six eleven, fucking big ass man, you know. And, he, yeah. and even then, he's still like fucking like now he's down like two like two fifty, you know. Like, yeah, but, I mean, you, well, you, you, a lot of these guys, like football players, all, most of the linemen I know, the NFL linemen, they trim down. They don't stay three hundred eighty pounds. They realize that it's not good for them. Yeah. It's oh, I mean, it, I've had people argue that too. Like, what? What about bodybuilders? Like, I don't know a bodybuilder that says it's like super healthy. Like, I mean, you and no, it. Like, I mean, so I had an article in the recent muscular development, and it's um, it's called "End Bodybuilding Now." I'll get the PDF and post it, or you could just go out and buy a new muscular development when it hits. I got it. I could grab it right now if I wanted to. So basically, the whole theory of it is nobody's no 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 pro bodybuilder. Think of it as like the X Games. Like uh-huh. bodybuilding is like going on a skateboard head first at 190 miles an hour. Yeah. 
You know, like, you know, you're taking the risk, you know, you might hit your head, but winning is important enough to do it. I can say that about any sport because drugs are involved in every sport. They just are. Linemen haven't gotten that big and fast because of chicken breast and because of training. Now, training methodology is great, but not to the level that our sports have progressed. Bodybuilders, you're in a sport that has no, there's no calibrator. There's no top off. You could do whatever you want. You, if you, if you, you get sight injections where you're not even building muscle, you're just putting sight injections in your body. You could take insulin and GH and diuretics and testosterone and Trenbolone. You're in a, it's an extreme sport. And then they're like, well, that's dangerous. I'm like, so are we banning skateboarding? Have you ever done a triple flip in the air with a skateboard and tried not to break your neck? Like every sport that is extreme is dangerous and bodybuilding is an extreme sport. So those are the crazy ones. But to say pro bodybuilding, is it healthy? No. Bodybuilding is a hobby when you're doing it for health and you're lifting weights. Yes. That is probably the healthiest thing you could do. But it's all all about dose, right? Like lifting and taking drugs like a bodybuilder who's professional does, not healthy. Lifting weights, healthy. It's a matter of how insane and into it you go with it so it's like you know it's obviously not healthy for a guy to throw a pitch 100 miles an hour 100 pitches a day for 20 years straight but if i go play catch with my kid it's good healthy activity right exactly yeah you know the the i find it amazing though that the like bodybuilders get such a such a rap when like football players like so bodybuilding is bad because you build your body up and then you have to the amount of like I think one of the most unhealthy things for bodybuilders is the food. Like you, I, I don't, oh, out of all yeah. out of all the bodybuilders I met, you're the only one that actually kind of sticks close to fucking healthy food. You know what I mean? Like and, and like because other, most of the other ones like they're eating fucking Fruit Loops and shit. Like I mean, like a box of them. Right? <laughs> well, you, know, like, you got to get the like, calories in once yeah. you get to that level. And and if you do, if you are using insulin, um, which I don't use, if you are using insulin, if you don't eat enough carbohydrate, you'll die. So, I mean, you're literally taking a drug that you need something to offset it, to not die. That's generally going to be a healthy practice, but people lump us all together. Right. Right. And because I'm an IFBB pro, they think, well, cause this guy, I'm, I'm in the 212 class guys. I'm not playing that mass game, but I also understand why they do it. I'm just at a different level in life. You know, I'm not trying to make my money as a bodybuilder. I just really like looking a certain way and lifting heavy weights and seeing where I could push myself but I'm not yeah. taking those risks. So you can't inherently, you can't compare me to Nick Walker or big Rami because no. they're way bigger than me. And they do um, as, uh, presumably they take more risks than me. And again, I might yeah. be wrong, but I'm guessing they take more yeah. risks for me. It's about risk reward. Everything I do. I'm like, well, is this, is this to have a reward to right. it? Is this, is this worth the risk? So when those guys, their, their, their goal is to be the greatest bodybuilder of all time. Right. I mean, and, but then you look at, uh, like my, my original point was it's more healthy. If you ask me than football players, like, oh, God, I, like yeah. we're not running head first into each other. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, people do not like the amount of the, the amount of fucking punishment the human body can take is also limited. These guys, like I know so many high school kids, like kids that I went to, like, this is back fucking 30 years ago when I went to high school or 35 years ago. Fuck. Oh my God. 
of shit. Jesus. But like we had like almost our entire football team. And if you're if you're from Baldwin High School and you're watching, and I'm, I help you too fucking bad. But almost the entire football team, seniors, their their parents had them on fucking juice. And I, that was, my of, school didn't do that, to my knowledge. These, I didn't know what steroids were. Dude, we were we were from Western Pennsylvania. W, uh, the WPIL, the number one high school football team, was from WPIL. Like it, it, for my four years, uh, they were the number one in the nation. Their average lineman was three hundred pounds. So uh, our average was two eighty, and we were the biggest in the conference in California, yeah. which is very competitive. Yeah. But so Maria brings up, and I'm I would like to take a shot at this question, Alan, because it's one I, I I feel very strongly about. If you aren't taking drugs, at what point would you say someone goes from muscular unhealthy to muscular and unhealthy? If you're staying lean, there is no such thing as muscular and unhealthy. If you're natural, because your body will self-regulate how much muscle you could put on unless you have a myostatin deficiency, which you don't have. There's no such thing as being too muscular if you're natural, because even the best natural body. So Brian Whitaker, I don't know if you've heard of him, Alan. I've mentioned him a few times. He, he won WMBF Worlds a couple times. Guy shredded. He's about five foot ten. You know what his stage weight was every year? He never got above 160. And Brian Whitaker trains, he lifts weights as heavy as I do at 200 plus pounds. He does his thing, but the difference is he's natural. So his body naturally, his body naturally kept him at a healthy level. Your body does not want too much muscle naturally because muscle is the worst thing you could have for survival. It's very metabolically expensive and fat is literally stored energy. So your body does its best to gain fat and lose muscle. So Brian Whitaker is my benchmark for being the best of the best of the best. And he was five foot 10, 160 pounds. Yeah. And the best bodybuilder in the world for multiple years. And I mean, to, to me, like that's, that, that falls very along the lines. Like for a woman, like, why well, don't, I don't want to be, end up being built like a man. Like, don't fucking worry. Like, that's, no, it's not, I mean, unless you're taking, not, unless, yeah. Unless you're taking something that's not even a concern, you know, it's just not even close to a concern. Like, like your wife works out every day. My wife works out every day. My daughter is the state record holder in every power lift. And she's still a sweet petite, you know, my, my daughter's, my daughter's an athlete. So you can't really use her as a, but she still doesn't look like a dude. You know what I mean? Like, but she lifts like a dude. And she'll fight yeah. you like a dude. So I don't, I don't understand where that. So what it came from is back in the '90s, we were very disingenuous. In the '80s and '90s, with Corey Everson and and the other women and Linda Murray, and everybody would say they're natural, and we had to do it as an industry because we didn't want to tell people you have to take steroids to look good. So I understand why they did, and I say we as a because I consider myself a part of that industry, although right. I'm not the one who was saying it, but. At the end of the day, those women were on drugs and they looked amazing because they weren't on as many drugs. And if you look at the bikini, the wellness and the figure competitors, they're on drugs too, but they still look like women. Again, it's a dose thing. Mm -hmm. So, but that's again, if you're natural and you lift weights and you try to gain what you try to gain muscle and not fat, there's no way you're unhealthy. There's never a point of being unhealthy if you lift weights. I mean, that's, that's what the thing that I kind of, it bothers me to a great degree because people then like we're at a, we're at a stage in society where people are bastardizing even weight, like they're making it seem like weightlifting is evil. Like, you know, like the alt-right gym owner thing, like oh, God. 
what the what was the New York Times where it's trying to say that it's like it's racist to work out like that sure white thing is white supremacy. Yeah, I'm sure Phil Heath and C.T. Fletcher and fucking Mike Rashid and a bunch of other people that are in our fucking circle might have a fucking like, something I, to say about that. If you, you, know, to, like, if you go to Iron Addicts Gym, it's the weirdest Ku Klux Klan gym because everybody's black. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you are the weirdest looking Nazis. And then there's a Jewish owner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, did, so basically, here's the here's what's happened. Um, and there's a reason I'm on the blaze and there's a reason I'm invited on these shows. It's not because I'm attractive or smart. It's because I'm a conservative who lifts because conservatives have for some reason become the party of fitness. Because if you even look at what we're seeing, we're seeing a bunch of the Democrats are the weak nerds who we beat up in high school. You know, they're the weird ones, the weird hair, they're pudgy, they're skinny, they're fat. They're, they're just nerds. And then you have, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene. You got these good looking conservatives who are literally from the gym industry. And what I found is that my friends who I was talking about earlier and not mentioning names, I don't, I don't talk politics with all my friends. In fact, I don't talk about them much out of, after this any, you know, at all because it's annoying. But most of my friends are not Democrats. And let me just put it this way. I only have about three friends who are white. So things have changed, whereas these guys were card-carrying Democrats about four years ago. So for some reason, the Democrat Party has been hijacked. Whilst everyone gets a trophy, you know, the, 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 the team captains and the, the guys who get things done and the girls who get things done and the women who own CrossFit gyms, self-made business owners who are doing very well. You know, we, don't, we like to take control of our own lives and our own health and our right. own our own destiny and that's fitness but democrats they want the government to tell them how to handle their health yeah well i mean i i find like i, I shared some i shared that dude on twitter he was like gym bros are, are sad they only focus on they can only focus on one thing it's like they find one thing to be successful at like motherfucker like every fucking successful business person i know i think works out you know it's like yeah. because to be truly successful, and I'm not talking like you own a store and you're okay or you own a, a small restaurant, but like besides being like a food network chef, every business owner I know works out like a lot. Like, like they take their physical stamina. Like the last time I hung out with Mark, we worked all motherfucking day. We woke up at like six in the morning, went to the gym, we went to Planet Fitness, we worked all fucking day, and him and I were still talking in his living room at like fucking one thirty in the fucking morning. Like, I mean, like we, like people like us need the energy to go. You have to stay mm -hmm. healthy in order to be successful in fucking life. Because if you, if you're, if you're, and I, and this is not the same nobody, but if you're 300 pounds, you're tired. I know all the are. time. Yeah. All the fucking time. You're tired. You don't feel good. You get exhausted easy. You are, you're, at a naturally higher stress level because your body is just fucking stressed all the goddamn time. Mm -hmm. you know, it's the, it's the shit like where you'll, uh, Mark's wife had an explant for her breasts, uh, her, her breasts. Yeah, she got her titties were, taken out. Yeah. They were poisoning her and she has more energy and everything like that. Just naturally now, because she's not under co constant oxidative stress. And that's what being overweight and being morbidly obese does. It keeps you under constant inflammation which is oxidative stress on the body you know and to think that like 
these people aren't the, the people that you should be listening to. Like, look at the fucking look at look at people that that are in our government that don't take care of themselves. Nadler. Like, Adler. I mean, like, what a- and, and, and you got you got so you got the governor of Illinois Pritzker telling us about health. He's probably 250 pounds overweight. Yeah. So that's that's how silly this world has become. Is yep. that we are getting health advice from sick people who don't have to be sick, who choose to be sick. And I'm sorry. Look, kids, okay, I get it. You do what your parents tell you. But being fat, look, if I'm born black, yeah, okay. I can't change that. I was born white. I wasn't given a checkbox. Do you want to be born white, brown, or black? No, I was born this color. It's not my fault, so I'm not apologizing for it. Now, you're not born fat. You might be born with a metabolism that's high or low, but fat is a choice. Yes, it is. It might be harder for you to stay lean with your certain genetic um, predisposition, but fat, being fat is 100% a choice. Mm-hmm. And if you choose to be fat, that's on you. But just know that you're missing out. You only get a chance once, unless you yep. believe in reincarnation, of course, mm-hmm. to live this life. And even if you're religious, which I am, Alan, I'm, I'm somewhat religious, you know, the afterlife. I don't want to wait till the afterlife or I don't want to wait till heaven to live my best life. I can live my best life here. And I guarantee you this, if you're fat, you're not living your best life. You know, you see fat people, they'll post on Instagram. I'm living my best life. No, you're not. You're not even close to living your best life. Your best life is going to be, if you're able to run, to jump, to play, to get out of bed without pain, that's your best life. Well, we also need to take a look at like, the level of fatness in the last X amount of years, like we always hear people talk about, well, the world's 42, or the country's 42% obese. Those are 2016 numbers that were published in 2018. Wow. Like, so everybody, like, let's be realistic and people in the comments can talk about it. But when I go out and when I go out just, and I live in Florida, people here, like where you live, people are healthier than the normative. Oh my God. People out here are amazing. I mean, I live in, I live in heaven. I'm not, I'm not even lying. Like I travel and I feel sad. (laughs) We, we, we traveled the, for our anniversary or or for Crystal's birthday uh, a couple weeks ago. And we went to a couple different beaches in Florida, right? Well, Southwest Florida, we stayed relatively open. The people that live here, uh, you know, you see them walking, biking all the time, like all the time. So even then people are still pretty fat, but People from out of town, like people that pop out of, pop out of like Pennsylvania, like, and I'm from fucking Pittsburgh, the people that walk out of Pennsylvania license plate cars, like, holy fuck, I hope you have good shock absorbers on those motherfuckers. Like, people have gotten very fucking fat. And it's just <laughs> unhealthy. And we're, we're at a stage where, uh, like, the whole premise behind the last two years, and this is one of the reasons, this is one of the reasons why Mark and I put this product together for people. The population level health starts with the health of the population, right? Mm -hmm. When they look at some sort of new threat, the powers that be take a look at the actual threat and then they take a look at the health of the population. When the population is sickly, there is, I mean, our our hospital system right now is 50% overwhelmed, not overwhelmed, but 50% used by obesity all times. Wow. At all times. 50% of of the actual beds are normally somewhat obesity or lifestyle related 
at all times. Like, like 2.5 something trillion dollars in shared healthcare costs a year is lifestyle driven chronic illness, lifestyle driven. And that's what, like, we want to be able to help people gain control of their lifestyle. Now, I know people are like, well, like, there's this, this pharmaceutical drug and that pharmaceutical drug. First of all, pharmaceutical drugs all come with very serious side effects. And the stuff that like, the stuff we're talking about does not have them. But also, mm-hmm. how good is that working? <laughs> like, like, like it, it's not working clearly. Like the pharmaceutical is it, it's not the pharmaceuticals to help people get better lifestyles is not fucking working because no. it is an afterthought. It is like it is the okay, you're you're sick, so here's what we'll give you because you're sick. This is a way for you to try to just not be fucking sick. This is a way for you to try to get control of your goddamn lifestyle. You know? Yeah. So, so that's the thing is that you had Fenfen, which ended up causing heart problems. Um, yep. You had, what was the one ally that caused a leaky anus? Was that ally? Yeah. I think it did. Yes, it um, so, so the thing Talk is. about a side effect. I'm no longer fat. I can't, I'm no longer fat, but I can't control shit leaking out of my anus. Well, I mean, that's, that's um, anytime that you don't let fat absorb. So the key is not the key is not to eat the fat. <laughs> That's the key. You want to absorb some fat because you can't absorb fat soluble vitamins. That was my first thing when they're like, "Well, it's just it just makes your fat go." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. What about those vitamins that require fat to be digested?" And they never had an answer. Like there's no answer and that's the problem with what we're doing here, you know? So our thing is, you know, keep it as healthy, as natural as possible when it comes to fat loss. And again, like nothing works unless you do. I hate to be cliche, but if you're going to go and you're going to take anything or spend money on anything, again, be sure you're hydrated. Be sure when you do eat food, you're choosing the right choices. Be sure that you're not, you know, oh, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit hungry. I'm going to have a bag of chips. No, you're a bit hungry. Go have some lean beef. Go have some uh, meat and vegetables. Go have whatever. But so, so that's the thing you need to work on is that it's about making the choices. But, you know, all we want to do is give you the tools. Like, like you know, Alan comes out and says you need to stay hydrated. Being dehydrated, and a lot of people do get dehydrated because they just don't think, oh, I need to drink. Especially in the summer when you're, especially if you're fat, like fat people sweat a lot. <laughs> so. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta take all those into consideration. So that's, that's where, where we're kind of thinking with what we're doing, mm-hmm. but go, circling back Saki style to the, um, to the actual, like what's going on, these new viruses and all that circling back to that. There's always going to be one and yep. one might get you, you know, we're all, every time we step out of our house or for that matter, don't leave our house we, we risk our lives. So we're only on this planet once. We don't need to be giving up one, two, three years of our life and wait. We yeah. don't have that kind of time. And exactly. that's why take an hour a day, exercise, make the right healthy food choices, supplement with certain things that help you like a good vibe. Like it's immortal. Someone asked earlier, immortal is what Alan takes nectar, you know, things like that, that improve that, that help improve your health. And you're like, well, my goal is this, whatever your goal is, whether it's to lose weight, gain weight, you can't do any of that if you're dead or if you're sick, you know, you can't train. Like I always tell my athletes, why, why do we do injury prevention? Well, you can't train or play if you're injured, right? Yep. Same thing. You can't do any of the cool stuff if you're sick or if you're dead. Yep. 
I mean, any of it at all. Like I, the, uh, I wanted to, wanted to real quick go to a few, a few of the ingredients if we want to. Oh yeah, let's, we, could, we, could, uh, we could probably end on that. Yeah. We, we could literally talk till about 7 p.m. Yeah. You let us. No shit. By yeah. the way. I mean, we, we, we could, like you guys could, like the audience could just keep feeding us topics and we would keep going. It, it would be, it would uh, be a long time. So, and by the way, when, uh, for those of you that are, that haven't seen before, I've gone over the ingredients on this multiple times. We encourage people to go to the websites of these ingredients uh, Slimaluna is a patented ingredient that go, you can go straight to their website. They have the data there. They literally have human tested, uh, clinical studies there. You can, you can check out, um, Slimaluna, uh, has multiple, multiple, multiple things that, that it helps with, but it does help reduce anxiety. It gives, uh, it helps promote calmness and, and positive positivity. It also reduces food cravings. It is a very serious appetite suppressant. Like I, I've, I've, I've been impressed with it. And KSM 66 is ashwagandha. It's the patented version of ashwagandha, which does help with t increase testosterone. It helps, uh, uh with visceral fat. Uh, it helps with your mood to a great degree. Um, and it, go ahead. No, no, I was just, I was just, I was just literally mouth agape at, uh, at th these ingredients are just so fucking good. It's, it's good. Garcitrin is basically gar uh, the patented form of Garcinium Cambogia. And that's been one of the most time-tested weight loss supplements that there is. This is just happens to be the patented clinically tested version of it. Um, it helps with cortisol, uh, helps control cortisol, which cortisol is your stress hormone. Cortisol, that'll help with water retention also too, which a lot of people don't seem to. And, and I will, I would like to just um, butt in on the ingredient quality real quick. We get the Garcitrin instead of just getting Garcinia. Number one, because a lot of these ingredients are imported. So even though we test things with NSF, we're also um, BSCG compliant, which is drug testing for sports. So these are 100% non-tainted, non-adulterated. So the thing about why we go with that is by going through the patent and trademark holder who ran all the studies, invested all the money in this ingredient, is we get another layer of check and balance and we also get another layer of just confidence in the ingredient we want you guys to have the best ingredients yes absolutely um and then the one that the thinogen is an underused uh ingredient okay. i think and it is it literally helps uh decouple the uh, protein one from fat in white white uh abdominal adipose tissue so and I argue there was a, somebody a fucking weeks ago that was like, did you claim that it has spot reduces fat? No, it doesn't spot reduce, but literally in clinical study, it does help reduce white adipose tissue abdominally. Uh, you know, I mean, that's, it's, um, it's an amazing, amazing ingredient. And I personally have used these four ingredients separately, like we not, not in the capsule form for over a year. And like I said, it has been the, I am a binge eater. I have not binged in a year. That is the longest I have ever gone without binge eating. Now, don't get me wrong. I definitely eat uh, a, you know, a high protein, minimal processed carbohydrate diet. That's for sure. But it's not like I'm not eating like every single night I have either a protein sludge or an outright bar. You know what I mean? Like every single night, you know, it's not like I'm not tasting sweet shit, you know? Well, I'll get to questions real quick. Um, so testosterone, so basically it balances hormone levels. It's not a testosterone booster, but by controlling the stress hormone, you might see a favorable balancing of your hormones. So it's not a test booster. It's not going to increase. It's ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is not a test booster. Also realize that 
and I'm going to put this in scientific terminology, men have balls and you don't. Yeah. Yeah. So unless you are a person with balls who identifies as a female, which I'm completely cool with as long as you buy our product. Uh, but no, yeah. you don't have, if you're a woman, it's not going to increase your test. It'll balance your, it, it balances stress hormones though. That's one of the beauties of ashwagandha. Um, then you got the product's name. It's literally, it was right there. It's no morbidity. And um, this is my personal favorite. I don't know if he's talking about me or you, but one of us looks like Cali Muscle. As long as we don't sound like Cali Muscle, we're good. That protein, that'll kill you. But by the way, I was taking testosterone, trenbolone, insulin balone, clenbolone. <laughs> What the fuck? I mean, dude, I like how he threatened to beat me up. We haven't addressed that together, have we? No, we have not. We, we have it, not addressed that together. So, I, being, that I, no I, I, watch I, this, being that no one will watch this, I think this is a yeah. good time to do it because someone will clip it out. I have no intention of fighting anybody. I will literally, I will, I will stand, I will not back down. But if Cali Muscle wants to get in my face and punch me, I'll gladly take that punch and call my Jewish attorney. <laughs> Because, man, I ain't fighting anybody. But if he keeps punching me, I will be forced to defend myself. But here's the thing, though. Why are we even entertaining that? We're both over 40. And we simply had a what we used to call back in the YouTube days. We did this all the time back when people weren't such little crybabies or so sensitive. Is that he said something completely absurd. He said that protein is bad for you, yet he sells a pre-workout, which I would do a review on, but I'd probably get sued for slander because his pre-workout is so bad. And yes, we did sell it at Tiger Fitness because we sell products. I'm not here to police the industry. I'm here to offer what people want. The pre-workout is so underdosed and so laughable that I can't even do a review to make fun of him because I'll make fun of him so much, they'll probably sue me. So in my opinion, which I'm allowed to have, it is anybody who formulates what is under his name should be shut down for ripping people off. So if you're going to come and talk about whey protein, which is literally a derivative from milk yeah, I mean, and say that that's what's killing you when you literally have been poisoning your body with what, okay, here's what I love. And I'm sorry to rant about this. Here's what I love. The first video he did, he's like, yeah, I just took a little bit of HRT of that testosterone, and that's all he took. Then the next video, it was a little more, and now his, his tell-all is he was on insulin. Fucking, he almost died from insulin and all this. And I'm watching this because I, I never watch a whole video. People send me clips and tell me where to walk. I'm like, dude, just give me a timestamp. I ain't got time for this shit. But right. dude's like, when he almost died, moving a couch while he was on insulin. And this said, dude wasn't just on drugs. He was on a mega cycle year-round. And then he's going to blame his heart problems on protein powder and creatine when he sells a pre-workout. So yeah. all I did was defend what I've literally spent my life working on. My life is based on these products and making safe and effective products. So I simply defended it. And then he turns it into, if I see you in Pomo about confrontation, first of all, let's assume I do fight back. Number one is right now I outweigh you. Number two is I'm not just some chump. I actually do have fight training. Would I win in a fight? I don't know. I don't know. Am I going to fight you? No. But again, you're not going to scare me. I'm 41 years old. Just, just so everybody understands, like, 
Mark fought a pro boxer last year. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. Now, now, yeah, if you, if what you the bring... fuck? I mean, like, we, there was an actual event where he fucking boxed with somebody. Like, a bunch of people just, because uh, Nick Strength and Power is too big of a fucking pussy and hates Mark, he didn't fucking actually cover the fucking pro bodybuilder fucking I'm not, I'm fighting. not, he's saying that, Nick, not me. I like Nick. Um, but, 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 dude, I, I used to like Nick too, but like, that, that shit's fucking, yeah. dude, so Mark, so Mark Loveliner, who, has been in the bodybuilding industry how fucking long? Like everybody knows who the fuck you are because of Tiger Fitness and sell, selling supplements and shit like that. You win your pro card and it doesn't make the fucking bodybuilding news. That that one was that one hurt a little bit. Uh, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" But I got a regular article in Muscular Development, so and they gave me an interview. So Muscular Development for the win, for the yeah. win. Pick up your copy at the newsstands. Um, but the thing, with, the thing with Callie, I mean, it's the same thing. Somebody even commented like, "Who, like who, who says his name?" That like. Callie's big thing is like, why do you have another man's name in your mouth? This motherfucker talks mad shit. I hear I hear other dudes' names come out of his mouth all the goddamn time. Well, I mean, he put my, my name in his mouth just my, recently. My, so my my advice to him was this, and it always will be. Dude's got to give up being Callie Muscle for it. Like, I mean, like give up the fucking character because, dude, you play a fucking character. It's you know a, what I mean? Like, like give it up. You know that that'll save your life. But as long as this guy he's he's going to talk himself into getting into fucking into another cycle. You watch. There's no fucking way in my mind. I don't think he's going it's a, to. It's a mental disorder with these guys, you yeah. know, um, and, and I'm, I'm victim. You know, I, I don't, um, but I can see that where it's like, you get a little bit of muscle and a little bit more. That's why I love being in the two twelve class because there's no reason for me to get bigger because I'm, right. I'm literally, if I get bigger, I just have to lose more muscle when I diet. So that's what staying competing will actually keep me healthier than if I just went by my own body dysmorphia you know i think it's and i don't have dysmorphia i think i look better than i actually ever expected to look but yeah i i thought it was pertinent to kind of address that because um you know i, I don't i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be afraid you're not gonna scare me like you you know and i know he did the same thing to elgin tense elgin muscle elgin elgin, elgin intensity. and he he doesn't he doesn't go anywhere so you'll never find him anywhere i go everywhere and I'm not going to look over my shoulder and, and, and be scared. You can't bully me because what you said, and I'm going to put your name in my mouth. That sounded so, so weird. Yeah, um, so weird. I, I'm good. I'm going to say something when you literally take my life's work and shit all over it. Right. And that's honestly what YouTube is about. It's about, it's about debate. We used to debate all the time, Alan. You and I got into a – we never hated – we're friends right now. Like, we never hated each other. We no. just had a little turf war, whatever. Chris Jones, Matt Ogus, Hodge Twins, CT. Every one of us used to battle, but when we went to trade shows, we laughed. Yeah. And it's now this guy it's, it, it's comedy. Like, I mean, it – And I will and why is he bragging about being in prison? <laughs> like, that's not something he's bragging about. Bro, I was in prison four times. I'm like, you got caught four times? <laughs> you got caught four times? And also, it's like, it's this weird shit. Like, I, I say this all the time. What people think about me is really none of my business. I'm like you. I don't really watch videos about me. Like, tons of people made videos. Especially yeah. in early 2020, people were making videos about me and shit like that. I don't watch that shit because they, they have a right to their opinion. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, and I have yet to have anybody come up to me anywhere, and I talk mad shit. I have yet to have anybody come up and be like pissed at me. He, you know, he like, I think, I think he would in person because I he think he was. I, 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 but he's going to make sure he's never someplace where you're at. You know, I could have been Delhi FedEx, but I think he would come up to me, and there'd be a camera, and he'd try and punk me. 
That's how they work. And and I mean, that'd be, bad. That'd be they, a mistake, dude. Callie, if you're if you're looking at me, that'd be a mistake. Well, it depends who's with me, because yeah. I have really good friends who, you know, would I have. Got, I, got, I got I got I got that. That'd be a mistake for for just about anybody that's with Mark. That would be a mistake. I'm telling you, that'd, that'd be a mistake. I just, but I mean, I don't hide. I travel, but but to say that he's gonna confront me and I like that, it's like we're forty, dude. Let's grow up. But I'm not Can't the guy. Just, I, if we're supposed to be helping people, how does that help you, anybody? Well, he's not helping like, people. It's all about no, money. He's not. Like, he's he's and, not like the and, fucking downplay downplay fucking whey protein. Well, I mean, it's whatever. It's whatever gets views. Same reason he was buying cars. You know, it's it's whatever gets views, and I'm okay with that. You have to do stuff on YouTube to get views. Yep. You have to do crazy shit, but like, not me. Anyway, we should probably we're well over the hour. Anyway, guys, um, you want to sign up? Yeah. I've talked too much. Yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, tomorrow I'll be going live probably right about noon. Uh, noon Eastern time is when no more video release. I will be having. I will have the link. I'm probably going to send the link out to. Uh, uh, everybody first, you know, off my channel first thing in the morning when I get it, that way you'll be able to, as soon as it comes live, order the product. And I do suggest, and this is, I mean, if, first of all, if you're overseas, yes, we ship worldwide. But, uh, if you are over, uh, over, uh, overseas, I do suggest you get at least a couple bottles. That way you pay for, you know, mitigate the payment for the, uh, shipping, but just to be fucking real, just so everybody understands, uh, like with the first run is small. So yeah. you should, it's going to take about five weeks to reload, probably five to five to eight weeks to reload. So you should get two months worth. Trust me, you want, you'll want to not just take it and then come off it. So you should at least get at least two months worth. Okay. Two bottles. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for watching. Um, yeah, we'll do this again. Multiple times. Hell yeah. Multiple times. All right. Thanks everybody. Take care guys. Bye.